Welcome to the Blue Pod Round 17 Carlson vs West Coast Recap. I'm your host Tess Hampton, joined as always by Matt Duthie. Maddie, a transformational victory on the weekend, as Vossie called it. <laughs> He's called that a couple of times. I think more impressively, I was thinking at the end, uh, did you call the margin roughly? Didn't you go something outlandish like 60 points, I think? Uh, I don't remember doing that, but I'll claim it. No, and no, I'll, I'll have to have a listen it. back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think I did comfortable four goals and I was thinking at some stage I was going to be about right. And then I was like, wait a second, I think Tess went something big. You're like some bold call. Look, I don't remember, but I'll take it. Definitely claim it. Uh, either way, it's our first win against the Eagles in eight years. Something like that. Too long. Way too long. It was a great game in the end if we could just ignore the kind of bit in the middle. <laughs> we'll jump in in a moment and dissect it. If you're new to the Blue Pod, welcome. We love having you. If you're a regular listener, we love you even more. Uh, it's a four-quarter performance here on the Blue Pod. And in the first quarter, we just give a general overview of the game, how we felt about it and how it went. In the second quarter, we dive into the players, do our BNF votes and also talk about who we think could have lifted as our whipping boy and who we enjoyed as our boy. In the third quarter, we talk about things from the coach's box perspective and in the fourth, we open the mailbag. So let's jump in, Maddie. Let's get going before you lose your voice completely. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry for the raspy tones <laughs> on the podcast this week. So West Coast, actually Carlton, thankfully, defeated West Coast 17-14-116 to 8-5-53. Goals, love this. Big boys. Kerno 5, McKay 5, they outscored West Coast between them. Yeah, oh, didn't even think of that. Love that. Yeah. Durden 2, Fisher 2, Cottrell, Cripps and Walsh for 1. Disposals, a little bit different to the usuals because I'm not heading it off with Walsh. I know. Um, Doc with 28, Sherrod with 27, Kennedy with 27, Hewitt with 26, Walsh with 25 and Cripper with 24. Maddie, how'd you see it? Uh, were you nervous going into it? Yes. <laughs> I'm always nervous with the like games we should three weeks win. In a go- three weeks in a row, I feel like I've been like unreasonably nervous going into a game. Yeah. Well, there's high stakes with every game. It, it was the difference between we finish fifth as, as we have challenging the top four or we're clinging to hope in the eight. Yeah. I know. It's so tied up the top, isn't it? So everything feels like there's so much go- going for it. Yeah. But great start. Great start. I mean, scoreless first quarter for West Coast, so ideal. They didn't even get inside their forward end. No, literally, it was. Uh, did they get inside at all for the I whole quarter? Like two, once or twice? Like just just over the fifty meter mark. I think they came. Ball yeah. came flying out both times. Amazing moment of the quarter for me. That first quarter, Harry's chase down tackle. Oh, that was big early, wasn't it? Setting the Gee. tone. Big man. He has some speed when he does decide to go for a few of those runs. Yeah, he I gets love it. I love done, it. Yeah, he does it every now and then. That was massive. That was that set the intent, didn't it? Yeah, and we really came out like we haven't started so well the last couple of weeks, but with that intent from the get-go, we were desperate, we were scrappy. Yeah, no, you could tell they were on. It was a really good start. And it was just nice to feel like the team was on, like after a few sort of, not that they were like terrible the last week or two, but... Just not at 100%. Yeah, yeah, and we've had such good starts or... It built leads in games so frequently early in the season. So it was nice to be back in front and holding yeah. a lead rather than trying to catch up or hang on. It felt like initially a reverse on last week against the Saints where our turnovers were killing us. To the contrary, in this first term, yeah. all the turnovers, we were just punishing them and, and I loved it. All over. Could have could have had more, to be honest, at the end oh, of the first quarter. The ball was living down there. I don't know what it ended up being. I think at one stage it was something like 85% time in our forward yeah, half. I was 90 to 10% at, at some point. Oh, the, yeah. Yeah, it was just... Yeah. Uh, just ridiculous. The commentators I liked it said, Wietering's back, but he could be sitting back there on a deck chair. <laughs> I missed that one. <laughs> he could have been. He could have been. No, nice way to come back in, isn't it? Yeah, we'll get just to him chill. though. Possibly a little rusty. Uh, not as good in the second quarter though, was it? 
Uh, no. Yeah, we let no. them score seven goals. What, we kicked two goals, I 45 think? 45 points in a, in a quarter against us. Pretty much their whole score in that second quarter. That, uh, that made – I was so nervous, so frustrated, so nervous – what, what went wrong? I know. I thought we were going to be in for a bit of a tussle at some point during that second quarter. You thought, oh, here we go. Yeah, come they've, on. They've caught back up. We're flat. Yeah. Um, so whatever reason, we're not going to – and we haven't played particularly well recently, so you weren't confident we're going to turn it on in the second half or anything like that. But I feel like it's the Carlton supporter PTSD. Where at the end of the first quarter, I thought, that's a dream. But, oh, my God, what's going to happen in the second? <laughs> and you just kind of felt it coming. And they got that first goal in the second oh. from that – 50 meter penalty. Softest 50 meter penalty. Yeah, exactly. What was he thinking? 50 oh, meters. 50. Honestly. Yeah. It's he, just frustrating. That wasn't even close to being a free. It wasn't like he came into the space afterwards. He literally was leaving the area straight yeah. after the mark. But he Put did, his hands up. I know. He did the guilty hands up. Yeah, that's the problem there. Oh, but still, the um, that shouldn't influence the umpire's decision. No. Well, the, I think the umpires were influenced. What about that kick that went about 10 meters? I was meters? just about to say the other one they got gifted. I know, 10's oh, being well. generous, I think. Yeah, yeah exactly. About <laughs> five, that, maybe. And I know you don't want to give away what's well, in front of goal we gave away 50 anyway maybe i don't I remember now but like just pretend it wasn't the distance like Carl yeah. players almost just sat back and was like Stop. oh you've marked it no, no like convince the umpire him. yeah, yeah exactly. i know I hate it when and the crowd kind of was all was having an influence on the officiating i think yeah and definitely they got the, they seemed like they were getting the rub of the green there in that second quarter weren't they which got them into it and then we had that moment in the second where oh, frustrated me cripper oh we had a few well, I'm talking about the one where he should have given to Walsh, no, tried know. to go for the goal. Yeah. We had a few <sighs> players burn other players in the 50, but yeah. the Cripper one. I feel like he was going to give it to him when he got tackled. Yeah. And then he shrugged the tackle and thought, Stuff like, it, let's I'll go not, for let's, it. I reckon it was a bit of a hangover from the pressure, like, you know, respecting the pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the wet weather game, like, rather than overpossessing. Mm. So I reckon he was like, I'm going to give it to Walsh. Oh, I've shrugged the tackle. Let's oh, not overpossess. I'll just kick the goal. Yeah. And then obviously it didn't work out. Tell you what I liked after this, though. Jack Silvani, the heart and soul of the club, goes yeah. up to the captain. Have you seen that footage? No. Cripper was um, – Oh, it gave him a little head rub? Yeah, and I he did gave him a bit of a pep live. talk and a, and a head rub. Yeah. Because Cripper was pretty down and out. And, you know, we love Cripper, so we can certainly forgive him that mistake. But it was just a disappointing term. You, to let them back in to that extent, 45 points. Yeah. We scored a couple, thank God, but – Yeah, to sort of ease the blow. I could have lived with like a five-goal two-quarter or something like that, but you pretty, you pretty much gave up that lead. Yeah, well, we went into halftime 10, 10 points, points up and I was like worried, yeah. you know, Kennedy kicking his 700th goal and grabbing the jumper. You just got a bit of a fear that we haven't been in West Coast in eight years. We're over there. No. There's a bit of energy. Have we given opened the door on a really important game? It was worrying. And Nick had a period. I think it was in the third though yeah. when it was a bit of an arm wrestle where he started to get some real nice taps. Like he was yeah. getting on top he of it for a period. DK, yeah. And you're like, oh, crap, here we go. We're going to get belted out of the middle. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be flooding into the back line. Yeah. It's going to be danger time. But we just sort of stemmed the tide, held on, and then just smashed him after that. Yeah, thankfully. So in the third quarter, I thought the third quarter was a bit more of a tussle. It was definitely a tussle. An arm wrestle. Um, I think we did well to kind of grind that out, which then paid off eventually in the definitely fourth. Definitely a maturity, wasn't it? To, yeah. To sort of level the, the field a bit there and, yeah, make it sort of take away the momentum, I guess, that they, yeah. they'd built in that second. I thought TDK kind of battled his way back on top. Well, not on top, but, I don't know, into it in the third as well. Yeah, and you actually ended up doing a pretty good game. I thought he had a good he game, came yeah. into it late a bit too, but we'll over the whole game, yeah, we will obviously in the next quarter. But Yeah, but um, he was pretty good. But that, that third quarter... If they, I felt like if they got one or two, they would have had a sniff. But luckily, we we held, we grounded out, and we held onto that lead. But I don't know about you. What did you think at three quarter time? I wasn't sitting there going, 
we're going to blow this out of the water next oh, quarter. You wouldn't have – the margin was huge in the end. But so what, 10 points at halftime. Yeah. We only, it's only two goals to one in that third. It's a tight quarter. There's nothing yeah. – no indication it's going to be a blowout. So it was definitely – you know, West Coaster at home. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely – unsure of what was going to happen. There was hope that they'd spent all that petrol getting back in the game, but, you know. Yeah, it didn't – I don't know. Yeah, I feel like that's more of a third, fourth quarter thing when teams surge towards the end. I can understand they've spent their petrol tickets. Yeah. When they come back early, I feel like it's not they've as – They've had the halftime and yet, break. Yeah, you get a bit of recu- recuperation time. Yeah. And, yeah, it was – but, yeah, it was uh, – it was tough, but it was nice to see that we did hang on. And Well, very pleasant surprise when we started the fourth in the manner we did. Much needed to stamp the game from the get-go. Oh, the whole quarter. It was constant. The whole There was no avalanche. It was the whole quarter was an avalanche. Yeah, which it, is yeah. – if we just played – just could watch the first and last quarter and forget about the rest, <laughs> it would be enjoyable. Harry – Charlie had been on. Charlie was on. Yeah, he was on game. the whole game pretty much. But Harry turned it on He got on top, quarter. didn't he? Yeah. I felt like oh, this might be a bit cruel, but – uh, once the pressure was off, Harry almost came to the fore. I think so, yeah. Even exactly. with his goal kicking, he, the he ones did he kick missed. He an important one to start the fourth, though. Yeah, and those two drop punts he kicked only just scraped the post either side. So he actually kicked them quite nice. He could have yeah. had more. Yeah. But, yeah, I feel like the pressure was off and all of a sudden he was clunking them. Yeah. Although, granted, it did rain. Like, the rain came down as well. So I know. it made it slippery for a while. So it was good effort that he did sort of start clunking them there. It was, and it was nice to see us put our foot on the throat in that fourth. It was totally unexpected. Yeah. But we need the percentage to we the do. extent we do. We've got a we 5% percent percentage boost. We went from 112 to pretty much 118. That's great. 113, I think, 118. I feel yeah. like we're like possibly 120 now. Definitely put a buffer on Collingwood. Yep. Pretty much everyone below it. us has worse percentage bar uh, Sydney. Okay. We're ahead now of Richmond, Collingwood, and then if you go down a little bit further down the ladder, like we're way ahead of St Kilda, Doggies, Suns. So at least we've got yeah. one less thing to worry about because there was a period there. The top four teams have got a lot better percentage. Yeah. Going to struggle to catch that. But at least we know that – in terms of just cementing a final spot, the percentage is probably where it needs to be now. Yeah, which is what we want because we've got some pretty tough games coming up. So to play against the Eagles and um, boost the percentage and have a dominating win in the end in the West, it was it was great. Like well, it was nice. The boys seemed to enjoy it. It's another one of those things ticked off. They took it. You know, we talk about respect and people having to respect us and yeah. You know, those voodoos that we've had over the years of being such an average team, they lost admitted they talked about during the week, but not having been West Coast for a while. So that's another tick. Well, that's what he said. These transformational moments throughout the season where it's just evidence the group's growing. This is another one of those moments where we beat a team that has had our measure for eight years. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a few players in that West Coast team that have pretty much never lost to Carlton. And in that second yeah. quarter when they were rolling, they were probably like, here we go. Like, yeah. you know. What did you think, by the way, of our SPS's game? <laughs> He's he gave us the first goal. He did. Very nice of him. Yeah. Uh, good to see him finally hitting up someone in yeah, the fifty. Goal assist. <laughs> yeah, look, he's he's hasn't. His ch- hair's different. He's grown it out. Yeah, don't I didn't mind recognize it. Him in the show. No, look, he's going okay. He's hasn't been a lock in their team. He's been an emergency. He seemed to go fine. He's going. He's doing the same he did at Carlton. Yeah, when he got it in the back pocket, I was just ready. They were all ready for the chip kick. Yeah, you know what's we coming. We all know what's going on. He laid a nice tackle, but he's always been a good tackler. He got someone yeah. in a tackle. I can't remember who it was. It stuck. Someone tried to shake him, and he locked it in and yeah. got a free. But I think you know the swap for Young. Yeah. You do it again in a heartbeat. Of course, of course. And I like SBS and the players all got around him after the He game. seems like a nice bloke, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but we came out winners of the SBS Cup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so should we dive deeper on the players, Matty? Yeah, let's go. Second so, quarter. Next quarter. 
All right, second quarter. Let's dive deep on the players. Let's start, as always, by talking about our boy and our whipping boy. Our boy, someone who may or may not be in the votes, but we got around him and we liked what he did. Our whipping boy, someone who needs a rev up. Who's your boy this week, Maddie? I had a few to choose from. Do you want me to go first? you happy for me to go first? Or? I'm nervous when you go first in case you steal mine. I know, that's what I mean. Right, I've got one, so I'm, I'm going first if you've got a few. <laughs> I'm staking the claim. Uh, Durden's my boy this week. Uh, he was one of mine. Yeah, okay, I'll yeah. take it. Good. Um, I really liked what he did this week. I liked his Ford craft. He took his opportunities. Seemed a lot more involved. And even when he wasn't scoring, there was a moment, actually, I think Motlop kind of cooked it and stuffed it up. <laughs> but he read the play well and he, him and Motlop were running into goal and he laid a shepherd and was ready to get the receive and unfortunately it didn't work out. But I just felt like you could really see that he was buzzing busy. around. He was busy. Yeah. He took he, his chances. He's had a few games where he's laid a few tackles and racked up like he's 10 or 15 and maybe kicked one goal, but you don't see him much. But I feel yeah. like he was a lot more involved, which was nice. Yeah. No, I got around him this week, Matty. I like he's it. He's back on in my good book. So who, who was on your list? Well, I'll go TDK then. Yeah, I thought good choice. Coming up against... <laughs> good call, excellent call, sausage call. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> coming up against Nick Nat, tough, oh. tough matchup. What a task. Just because he's also so different to Tom. He's such a big yeah. boy nowadays, Nick Nat. He's also different to Tom, but also similar. They have the athletic yeah. side to their game, but Nick Nat's just huge nowadays. So I just yeah. thought his yeah. size might get to him. And we did mention earlier, Nick Nat probably got on top and had a bit of dominance, but I thought Tom's effort, to, I think it was a career high clearances, six. I thought in it was one of clearances. games for us. Yeah, 16 touches, few marks. I felt like he stayed involved the whole game. That was what I liked the most about his game this week. Uh, not only a bit more like what Sauce does, but he doesn't get a tap, <laughs> but the follow-up, yeah. he got a few clearances, he tackled, he Follow-up's was just around, big. which so Pitto was doing well earlier in the year. It makes a big difference. So often Tom loses his feet or gets pushed off and takes a while to recover and that's why he's not involved. But I felt, like you say, he was he was there, he was following up and yeah. hunting the ball. And a few times I didn't realise it was him. Like I thought it was a smaller player yeah. when he was going for yeah. it. Like, oh, that's that's Tom. No, he was – and he was reading the, the bounces or the throws or whatever it was quite well sometimes, just oh, snatching yep. it out and kicking it. and Varying it up. Yeah. So I thought considering it wasn't perhaps his tap dominance where he was declared a million-dollar player a few weeks ago. Yeah, rid- thank you, Ken, for <laughs> another ridiculous Carlton opinion. But I think if that's – like a base that he can build upon going forward. Like that's his like baseline game. Yeah. And occasionally he'll have a great game. But if that's sort of what you're going to get most weeks out of out of Tom Bacconi going forwards, I yeah. think you'd be pretty happy with that. Oh, you'd be thrilled. Is there anyone else you want to give a shout out to or are you saving it well, for Well, I had notes? Durden like you. I thought Sauce worked really hard without Sauce reward. Yeah. Uh, there's been a few Sauce weeks. Sauce could be my boy every week almost. <laughs> yeah, he, he always goes really tough. But I feel like he's, he's, he's struggling. He's a bit hurt, I think, a bit sore. Oh, uh, do you think so? Yeah, he's limping around. And he's strapped on his ankle. Or yeah. Kind of, um, I, think, I think he's a bit beat up. But I thought... He had like a lot of lead up marks. He's, you know, just he plays a good role. I thought he toils away week after week. He's going to be a bit repetitive, but he was another one that stayed involved like the whole game. Yeah. Did a really good job of playing that foil to Colonel McKay further up the field and didn't mind what Fish brought. To the the game. I really liked what Fish brought to the game. Couple goals. He was in my my list as well. I. We have to talk about it though. You know what I'm going to say about Fisher? The high tackles? Yeah. Yeah. What's uh, he, he's, is he playing? I feel like he, yeah, he's, he's doing the same thing as what all the small What's forwards the in the comp are doing. Ginevan. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm not, I'm not complaining. If they're going to do it against us, we I, might as well do it. One gripe I've had with Carlton over the years is yeah. we're too nice. We're too by the rules. Yeah. Like Richmond. Work it a little bit. You know how frustrated you got with Richmond for always being in oh. the grey area? Geelong, who are playing this week. Joel Selwood. Yeah. Oh, expert at it. Me. So many teams do their best 
to manipulate rules to get an advantage. And I feel one area we've struggled in for years is we're too happy to play by the book how it's meant to be played. Just or, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So Fish yeah. is a small forward. He's meant to be crafty. He's not a big guy. Yeah. Yeah. Use, use Pick your, the ball up. Get down low. Get yeah. hit in the head, get I, your free it was kick. Just, the first time we did it, I thought, oh, that looks like the image that's been replayed all week, but but I'll take it. And then you did it multiple yeah. times, but hey. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for the argument going forward that if you keep your body, like if you lower your body height in order to draw a free kick, then yeah. I think it should be prior. So if you go down low, they tackle you highest. I think it's always a free kick. Yeah. But if you go low and they manage to execute a good tackle, I think it should be holding the ball. Yeah. I think yeah. it just balances it a bit more. And it's going to be interesting the tactics going forward because they're so low you almost can't touch them. But the instinct's always well, to – Well, the umpire said, like, you might as well not tackle. We don't want to get to that point in the game where you're no, better off not to tackle. No, it's tough. And the instinct's always to throw a hand out at someone and that's why it works because yeah. you're going towards them. They're always going to throw an arm out and then obviously you work the yeah. arm over the shoulder. But yeah. I think if the rule's there, I think we need someone in our team doing it. And I'm all for it. I really liked Fisher's game. I think he was your boy last week. Oh, was he? If I recall, or maybe Could've the been. week before. He has been recently. Um, so I was watching him and, yeah, I was. I agreed with what you said. That is a more senior kind of player, some consistency from him, contributing. Yeah, he wasn't as prolific as he's been in the midfield previous Prolific's weeks. Prolific's a, a pretty big you call. Like that? Cool. <laughs> I know. Wow. I've been working on the very cab. Got the thesaurus out, Matty? But I think because he's pushed back out of the midfield a bit with Chero back in. Yeah. So having him... In the forward line, but 18 touches, two goals, few frees. To take it every time. I was pretty happy with that. So he's, yeah, yeah one of the guys I was pretty happy with. Other end of the spectrum, let's talk talk whipping boy. I'm going to speak on behalf of the people first. <laughs> okay. Uh, I almost hate to do it, but Plowman. It wasn't one of his better games. Yeah, look, and actually the reason I picked him is because there was a couple other people where they, I had moments where they were frustrating and I actually think I gave Plowman a rap last week. I think he's been pretty durable. Generally pretty his consistent. season's been good. He's been good. I actually think he's been handy yeah. for us and we need to acknowledge it. But this was this was not a good week for him. No, he made some bad mistakes. Yeah. The ball wasn't down there much, which is probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah he's he's gone back to that third tall now with Weeders and Young back. So maybe it was an adjustment week for well, him. Well, We'll get to it in the coach's box when we talk selection, but does he hold or does someone Ooh. potentially come in for him? There was a lot of conjecture in the Blue Pod Twitter sphere, the Blue Pod on Twitter, um, <laughs> about whether Kemp should have held his spot and Plowman should have been dropped for, to make way for Weedering. Yeah, there's also an argument if Gov's fit potentially to bring him straight Gov, in. Gov gets. Oh, I don't know if he he probably just gets injured anyway. So you that's might, what I was going to say. Do you just well wait just bring for him, him to get in. injured yeah. in the set twos? Anyway, who was your whipping boy, Maddie? Uh, definitely Plough was on the radar. Yeah. And I feel like, like you said, Plough was a bit harsh. And I guess it's anything's harsh in like an 11-goal victory or whatever we had. Yeah. But I thought Honey laid in. But oh, fair call. Zero effect. He yeah. had a few nice taps. But he's had a few weeks now. He was my whipping boy last week. He's justifiably yours this week. I'm glad he's getting a run. But how many games has he played now? Is this Two his or third? Three? I think it's his three. third. Three games and he hasn't really had one decent game no yet. Impact. So no impact. So I think it's nice he had a run, gets a taste for it. I think he has to be dropped. I think he has. But as soon as Owies is fit. Yeah. And we called it last week. But Although even if Owies isn't fit, is there anyone else that... Martin's had a game. Yeah. Did he play? I don't think he played in the... I don't know if, he, sure played. if he played. In the but if he's ready, I'd be bringing him in at this point for Honey. Yeah, even though we hated on Martin a fair bit as well. No, but he, Martin he provides has a more. flash moments. Honey's just... I don't know what's going on. Maybe he needs to build some confidence in the twos because I like Honey, but he's not impacting the game. Yeah, he does some really nice team-orientated stuff, but it's almost... Too much to his detriment. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that. Um, good call. All right, let's talk about Weeder's return. How'd you say? Great to have him out there, but I thought he was Lovely. a little rusty. Yeah. Well, do you know what? 
I don't know what it is this year. First game back's never good. Chera last week. Weeders this week. Chera this week. Ooh. I know. Exactly. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, even Young, when he had the one week off for... COVID. COVID, yeah. Yeah. He came back and had an average first game back. You're so right. There's, Where there's something, something going, going on. on with first game back. People just seem a bit rusty. So I was... And, but in terms of, again, to bring a defender back in, they had Perfect, like, what, 30-odd yeah. entries inside forward 50. Yeah, exactly. Seeing an old man, Kennedy. Yeah, exactly. He's going to have a much bigger task this week. Yeah, I thought it was a great game to get the rust off if that's yeah, what he needed. Exactly. And it wasn't a terrible game, Weedering's Weedering, but I just thought he wasn't at his usual prolific best. <laughs> 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 the word of the week, if we have a buzzword. Um, and the rest of the back line, I thought Newman was okay. Yeah, I thought everyone was pretty good. The ball just wasn't down there. Yeah, I know. So there's not I was much surprised to say about the like Doc line. got a heap of it, but he yeah pushes up a bit more. He, he they give it, it to him. So I think well. they love him. Like there was one who came off the bench. Yeah, and they just they gave him the handball and he just kicked it from the same spot, pretty much as yeah. the other guy would have kicked it from. Yeah. So he, he gets a few gimmies. And if you bring the ball out of the um, defense after a behind, when you bring the ball back into play, you pretty much get a free possession as well. Yeah, exactly. Sadi played gets a few well of again. those. But yeah, Sadi had ball, but yeah, just. Wasn't required. Yeah. The back line's looking re- – it's amazing just what waitering back in that back line does. It looks a lot more solid. I know we'll talk about plough and stuff, but just, yeah, waitering well, tick, young. young tick, and then yeah. the, the smalls and, you know, Newman, Sard and Doc have all just been awesome this year. Yeah, so. no, it's actually – and the group's actually held up well in waitering's absence as well, to be honest. Yeah. So can't complain. The midfield, um, I thought we had different uh, different uh, players to usual stepping up this week. Normally it was a bit. Walsh and Cripps, and I really not felt so like much. it was Chera and Kennedy this week. And even Hewitt was not too Hewitt bad. Hewitt was pretty good. Really pleased to see Chera after last week. Stepped week's. his game up, he, didn't he? He played really well. Yeah, I think no, it was he really, had a good. really good game. He had a few good games prior to. Yeah. Uh, Hammy? Oh, strained hammy? Was it hammy? Yeah. Hammy so. soreness or something? Yeah. Anyway, whatever it was. Yeah, he'd had a few really good games, and I think even a few times we were like, you know, yeah. it's great. He uses both feet. And speaking of players that can draw freeze, he's very good at throwing himself yep. forward. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> which is fine with me. Yeah, it's, yeah, I thought what a way to bounce back and just it's nice to have options. Exactly. Well, yeah. again, Kennedy, I almost gave Kennedy my boy this week just because I really liked how he went about it this week. One of his better games. Someone else, yeah, he's been down yeah. for a little while, hasn't he? He's been down, but this week he was he was back on. Um, yeah, 27 touches. Just like you say, he throws his body in seven there. Seven tackles. Dug in. Yeah. Yeah, really liked what I saw from him. What did you make of Cripps and Welsh? Quiet again, but Cripps, they both got the scoreboard though, which was nice. True. Big last quarter from both of them too. Yeah. Mind you. Walsh is the interesting one. I don't know I don't know how much he got tagged or something like that, but normally he, he racks them up regardless. Like how many touches to three, four 20, times? I don't know. He had, I thought it was like on, 16 and then he got like nine in the last. Finished on 25. Oh, okay, well, there you go. I think it was about that. Yeah, and Cripps had 24 and they both kicked a goal. Cripps, I felt like Cripps had a game where he just tried to do a bit too much at times. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's just that moment I'm thinking of. He, he was big in the last and he was great in the last. Break a few tackles. Yeah. I do like the way he's definitely fully team orientated. Oh, yeah. He's desperate for us to win, so you so can't fault that. I've got him on my fantasy team and it kills me, but he marks <laughs> he marks the ball and doesn't even he, look to get off the mark. No, he back looks to, to handball. He sits there time. waiting to handball. Turns I'm like, kick around. it, it's more points. <laughs> <laughs> That's what matters, Matt's fantasy team. Uh, so I think it's nice that he's not feeling the pressure to have to do it all the time. And then you can yeah. see every now and then he tries to lift. If he – look, I don't know. I just like the fact we have options. Yeah. No. I would love to see him – if he could play like he did tonight where he's not – 
Super dumb in the middle, but a pretty good game. Yeah. But if he can kick one or two goals a game regularly. I love it when he hits the scoreboard. Yeah. That's what I think is the evolution for him. And did you see Voss's presser this week where pre-game where he said it was just unrealistic for Cripps to maintain the standard he started with? He'd have 80 Brownlow votes if he did. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. It was getting like three goals he was and ridiculous. 30, 35 touches every week. Yeah. And he said, as we know, he's been asked to play different roles in in light of the injuries. And One thing I saw, maybe we'll save it for coach's box, but um, – yeah. Voss touched on structures and things as well in that in one of his presses. There's a bit of a tease for the third quarter, <laughs> Blue Crew. While we're in the middle of the ground, touch on the wings. Oh, yeah, Cotters was Nothing, quiet. I didn't think either of them. Like Lucky we've O'Brien. had other weeks where we really liked their games and thought they added a lot, but this week they didn't light my world on fire. I do like the way Cotters is finishing. He got a goal as well. It was yeah. a quite a long kick. Oh, I'm still I'm on board the Cotters train. Yeah, I like I'm, the I'm sold playing. on him. I think he's been a great fine on yeah. the wing only the 12 touches this week but wings a funny position like some weeks the ball sits on your wing yeah and you can get 20 25 and then some weeks she just doesn't come near you and newsy mm, they got the corky yeah playing subbed. off the half back yeah yeah nothing. we should actually talk about while it's on my mind hayes debuting oh yeah as the medical side that was sort of nice yeah really nice almost got a got it looked great off the boot he's attempted the goal i know did you like how the commentators had no idea who he was when he came on yeah there I was know. Like this big silence when he took like, a mark and uh, you could see them like you almost see them the flipping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. and you're like come on guys you just announced You've got him as one the star. job please yeah. uh let's get to the part of the ground that excited me the most the forward line yeah charlie and harry Firing. kicking 10 between them wow yeah. Love to see it. Oh, it just worked as you hoped, didn't it? Charlie yeah. sliding in, opportunistic, gets on top. Yeah, Charlie after last week where I said I'd rather Harry have a set shot just totally made me embarrass myself. <laughs> he was much better on the set shot, much better than Harry initially as and well. And he missed one of his snaps as well. That would have, was like pretty he much a He played on, yeah. yeah. But he still had a lot of where he went back and actually delivered, which was really nice to see. Yeah. Um, he was just on. You could just tell. It was, he was he on was. from the get-go. He was having a good game. He was uh, really top of the... Uh, bought the highest point, like when he was leaping. Yeah, leaping and taking it really the high point. up, like so hard to stop. Yeah, and he just has a really good knack of either sliding in front of the pack or waiting out the back. Like he knows what's going. Knows Him and Harry have got really nice synergy up the front. It's nice to see, isn't it? Did you see Charlie after the game swearing? On yeah, Fox yeah, yeah. Drop the big f bomb. I tried to find a grab for our Twitter, then decided I should keep it all PG. <laughs> I loved it. It was effing great win. Oh, yeah. Look, sorry. Yeah, it was good. I think everyone loved. it. I thought it was pretty funny. And then after, even after the interview ended, it was a bit of a having a bit of a laugh, yeah, a about, a laugh it. about it. Uh, yeah. And then Harry, who'd been a bit quieter, but then just when it mattered in the final term, he kicked the first two, I think, in the final term or something like that, and it was really important to put that buffer on. Yeah, you got. Right on top of his matchup, and yeah, gee, it's, it's just you know, it's like if one's getting held, the other scores. It's just oh. such a luxury. Those two in the same forward line. We've said it before. We'll say it again. Yeah. It's a dream. And then even we talked about Durden, but I thought even Motlop was looking. I'm liking Motlop. Yeah, like he didn't get on the scoreboard, and it wasn't maybe his greatest game, but he looked involved as well. Yeah. Like he was getting in the chain of possessions and no, pushing up it. the ground, taking a few marks. He's just got what we've talked about previously. You, you're, he's a bit dangerous. He, he, he is. He's exciting when he's around the ball. He's working around. So, no, he's, it all worked really well. He's looking pretty comfortable up there too. Fisher snapped a couple goals as we talked about, which was – which yeah. was nice from his free kicks. Yeah. And look, it wasn't like we blew them out of the water accuracy-wise, but 17-14. Yeah. Better than previous weeks. And even some of the misses, like I said, Harry's had a couple that just scraped the post. Yeah, exactly. So it wasn't like we were missing by a mile. Mind you, West Coast in that, when they finally were on, could not freaking miss. Oh, they had a, but then it sort of came back to them a little yeah. bit. But I know, there was just a period. It was like, and they had ones bouncing through. Oh, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Should we get to our votes? Oh, yeah, let's do the votes. Let's do the votes.
thought it was a tough week for the votes because uh, we were spoiled for choice pleasantly. We were, and I've just realised I'm one vote short. Oh, you one vote short? I went over. Oh, did you? Yeah. So if you're new to the, uh, I fixed it. But if you're new <laughs> to the pod, we get ten votes each, and apparently Matt and I can't do basic math. Um, we can allocate them as we see fit, except no player can get more than five. None ever has. Maybe this will be the week, but I think not. Uh, Maddie, do you want to go first? Who who got your votes? This yeah, week? I'm just trying to fill the last. Actually, spot. sorry, leaderboard. Oh, yep. Um, I've got it here. Oh, cool. Okay, you do it this week then. Uh, unless you have it. No, you go. Okay. I don't have it. We've got Cripps well in front on 46, Walsh on 34, Doherty on 33, Kerno 32, Saad 27, McKay 23. Then we kind of drop away. So that's pre this week. There's a, there's an opportunity for a gap to be closed on Cripps with uh, particularly Walsh, Doc and Kerno. So who's in your votes this week? So I wanted to spread the love a bit this week. Yeah. And so it wasn't necessarily a reflection on their game, but it was just a reflection on who I wanted to get in the votes, even yeah. though I only used nine of them. So I had a, You I haven't had, added another? No, I just did. Oh, good. But initially when I was saying yeah. I was trying to squeeze him in, but I left. Anyway, yeah. whatever. I had two votes. Yep. To Kerno, Mackay, Chera, Kennedy. Yep. And, yep. Then I, and then I gave a vote to Walsh, and then I've just I've thrown fish in. Interesting. The extra one point. We've had very kind of similar approach this week. <laughs> well, you're a big fan of the scattergun, I so if anything, I'm coming gun. to your I side. I give credit where credit's due. It was. I dis- really want to give a five or four vote one way. I know. I really wanted to give Charlie three, but then I I initially had that, and that's when I went over because I had to spread the love more. So mine are I think I think the same as yours, although two to Charlie, two to Harry, two to Chera, two to Kennedy. Yeah, same. Yeah, okay, that's the same. Then I've given one to TDK. Yep. And one to Doc. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, we're really on the same page pretty much. Yeah. Well, it's, it's good you didn't give one to Walsh. Oh, no, it's not because he'll fall even further. He didn't close the well, gap. Well, I think Charlie's right. going to close the gap. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. yeah so it's so going to be tight at the top gee, of the Gee, how many goals has he kicked for the season now? 45 or something like that? It's, is it's, he leading the Coleman still? Yeah, he's, he's got a good lead now after last week. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. All right, let's go into the third quarter and look at things from the coach's box perspective. All right, Maddie. let's talk about the game from the coach's box perspective. Just as a side, I'm loving Vossi. <laughs> yeah, how I mean, good how is he? How could you not? Just a really normal, nice yeah. bloke. It's just been really refreshing, hasn't it? And listeners may have noticed that we've we've ditched the buzzword. Yeah, Dave, he ruined that. Because he ruined it. But I love <laughs> that he ruined it. And I love watching his presses. It's refreshing in what he says. He's Even he said this time, they said, what was the mood like in, at halftime? And he said... Calm, like uh, he's just a professional. He's always calm. There was a funny moment in the game when they went to him in the box and it was near the end of the game and they were like, oh, he's looking a lot more relaxed now. But I remember a shot of him earlier when West Coast were pumping in goals and he was just sipping on his Coke or something. He was never stressed. And he was just writing notes. I really like he's a measured guy. The way He's he's practical as well, the way he talks about the game. He'll admit when things haven't gone our way. Just loving what he's doing. I'm all about him. I think all blue blue fans will be. Coach's box. We'll start with the selection this week. Obviously, Waiters came back, so Kemp was dropped. Yes. What did you think of that? Just quietly, should it have been Plowman, in your opinion, as some of our fans? Mm, I think that was probably the easy decision, and normally they do the logical one, so I can see why they did it. But yeah, we can. I mean, in hindsight, I mean, there was calls for Kemp. We flagged it as a possibility that Kemp. Yeah, could that be he could be third up. up. Yeah. They just don't seem super keen on Kemp. I think you can tell when you get the vibe they're not keen on someone. So yeah. Dow. 
Yeah. Just yeah. doesn't get a look in. And I feel like Kemp's not far off Dow status in the coach's mind. Yeah, he But hasn't. there was just no one else they could play. Yep. But as soon as they could take him out of the team, they took him they out took of the him team. Out of the team. In yep. Kemp's defence, though, he really improved. He did, and I think he's hopefully earned some respect with the coaches because in time I think he'll be he'll be in, but he's just not there yet. Yeah, he looks a likely third-up tall type, Kemp. Like, he can take that mark. We saw him take a few leaps. His ball use is pretty good. He so Built in confidence. I didn't mind what he did, actually. Um, the other change was going to be honey out for Owies, but Owies was injured late again. Just, he wasn't, yeah, just said soreness still like he just hadn't recovered but it is yeah. a really long flight to perth yeah and as someone who's suffered numerous calf issues recently <laughs> myself yeah and i actually did do a trip to perth not long ago it is amazing i always sort of didn't when i was younger didn't take much notice like you know when they're like oh it's a long You're an plane old trip now, yeah buddy. with the soft tissue injuries i'm like yeah. how like how would that affect it yeah but you do generally like i got on that perth flight not having a sore calf like on the end yeah. of my recovery got off the plane and was like oh, you know really in tight pain. and sore not in pain but yeah. like you could notice it again i'm like oh gee it's still a bit yeah. sore i thought yeah. i was over that so it's probably not worth so it, it is amazing what it does so yeah maybe it was something like that maybe he thought he was good does the plane trip gets and off the plane bit tight back, yeah. like why risk yeah. it yeah uh setterfield was dropped as the sub for uh hayes who we talked about who came in and yeah got a, got a game and which was nice nice reward yeah, exactly. Good to see. Give us some team stats, Matt. What stood out this week? Well, if, I mean, if you could just take a stab at what Carlton stats normally look like this year in a good game of ours, it's pretty much what we got. Yeah. So with we, patterns emerging. Yeah. The last few weeks, we actually have been down on things like disposals and marks, which is normally where we dominate. And we're yep. back to dominating this week. So we smashed them in disposals, 368 to 298. We had 70 inside 50s, which is huge. That's massive. What two, about our, oh, I'm jumping ahead. Do you know my Marks favorite? inside 50. Tackles inside 50 oh, yeah, is yeah, my yeah, favorite tackles. stat. We get there. They only had 34 inside 50s, but I think it's almost bigger than the 70. We've been conceding a, a quite a few. Even yeah. in games where we've got massive inside 50s, we normally concede like 70 to 50, so 70 to 34. That's amazing. It's a big positive no for the midfield. No wonder Harry and Charlie had a day out if yeah. you're getting 70 entries. It's Negative that honest. we conceded so many points off 34 entries, but yeah. not too bad. They actually won the free kick count, which always gives me a bit of satisfaction when you have a big win. Yep. We that lost the hitouts, but won clearances, which... Okay, it was good effort. We won yeah. the clearances 45-33. We actually uh, dominated out of the centre clearances 17-10, to 10, yep. which was really good considering... I thought that was much better than the week the, prior. The lineup we're up against, yeah. Uh, we had 18 marks inside 50. And to get to your favourite stats, we had 14 tackles inside 50, good. which is pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, and we actually won in tackle count can, can, you know, considering we won by 10, 11 goals. I thought yeah. that was, that was good. That's so good. there was a classic, lots of possession. High intensity, high pressure. Yeah. Always in our forward line. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. Won the territory battle. Yeah. Exactly what they want to do. And in an yeah. ideal world, that's how we play every week. Yeah. Great. Any other comments from the game? I feel like because it was such a textbook save for the second quarter. Um, no, not much. I, you mentioned earlier, I thought it was nice when we managed to score off turnover. Yeah. It's probably as a result of the way we set up, which was Ooh, really good. You gave us a teaser in the second quarter. Oh, it wasn't that <laughs> Don't let's not build it up too much. Well, I, no, I just thought it was an interesting snippet from a Voss interview, and he was getting asked about personnel or something like that, and how great is that weed is the next man, and he's used that line a few times. Yeah, but <laughs> I heard that actually. He's used that. He was talking about. I don't know if it was talking about that or they also asked him about Pitto potentially coming back in. But you're saying how during the year we've had to change structures yep. and compensate for who we're missing. Yep. And you know there've been games where we're not as attacking or. You know, things like that. Like you're like, oh, God, we just don't have that like go that we had previous weeks or like, it's, you know, things aren't working. And maybe yeah. it's because, you know, maybe you've been getting players that go back and helping the back line a bit and stuff. So it is probably it just got me excited maybe towards the end of the year when we get back 
you know, Pitto and some of those bigger players yeah. and we get back to playing that same style well, of footy we did earlier. What he in the said year. about Crips as well, that there's sacrifices and adjustments that have been made to the game plan and tinkering. So when they actually have a full squad and can play as planned. Yeah, well Crips dropped exciting. out of form essentially when he started playing Ruck. Yeah. Exactly. That was sort of the start of his decline yeah. there for a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So no, it's super exciting. So Talking selection for next week then. Massive match against Geelong at the G. Huge. Can't yeah, wait. Pretty exciting. Harry, Charlie down one end. Tomahawk, Charlie Cameron down the other. Yeah, exactly. Jeremy Cameron. What'd I say? Charlie. Oh. <laughs> no, definitely Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy Cameron. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a big game. And they've just come off beating Melbourne. They're sitting atop the yeah, ladder. Yeah, and they played good. At least it's at the G, which definitely is better for us. Yeah. Most importantly, my husband goes for Geelong, so we must Oof. win. Yeah, you need the bragging yeah, rights. Yeah. Geelong just will not give up. No. So frustrating. Geelong annoys me. How are they, like, sitting on top of the ladder? Yeah. It just, just seems undeserving. Winning and winning big. I wonder if uh, Tom will drift forward and get picked up by his brother in defense. Oh, yeah, the Deconing brothers. Yeah. That'll be interesting. They're not going to do a Ben and Har- uh, Harry oh, yeah. where they just refuse One's to play against missing. each other. So what do you see for selection? Um, if Martin's fit, we think he'll come in for Honey potentially? Oh, I think I think Owies will probably get in again. Oh, Owies, I wonder sorry. if he'll come if back and fit. get in. And Nunes out with a corky perhaps. It was a... He was pretty sore. pretty solid. So who would come in for him and your... Voss did say he thought he would get up. I still think Stock should come in. Oh, He's been I'm playing a couple of good weeks Stock. in the VFL. He had a really solid game in the it's VFL spot. Why week. would you play... He had a, like 30 disposals, yeah, didn't he? Play a sore noon, so I'd rather play, play Stocky. Yep. And what about if... If oh, I don't think they will be fit. Will Pitto be fit? Will he push by any chance? The only, thing that, oh, the only thing with Pitto that thinks he may be a chance... So if he's good to go and they think we might give him a go, if Soss is sore... Yeah. Maybe Pitto will take the ruck role and Tom can play forward and we can give Sauce a break. So I think it probably depends on how sore Sauce is as to whether Pitto gets to play if if he's able to. Yeah. Yeah, rather than giving him a hit out in the VFL. So potentially if he's right to go, he might get a run, I reckon. And who would would come out? Yeah, Sauce, that's what I mean. Oh, Sauce would come out. Yeah, because he's sore. I thought you meant like break in the fall. No, no, no. Like only if Sauce Sauce needs a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Give him a couple of weeks off, freshen him up for finals. But I would. Say Otherwise, I reckon you probably give him a couple of quarters in the VFL to get him back in the swing of things. Back, yeah. He's been out for a while. Yeah. All right, so if I had to, we'll, we've been close to yeah, being we've been on the money. Good. I'm going to call for Stock to replace Nunes again. Would be I want Stock back in the team. Oh, he's for Honey. Yeah. I think that that's it. Yeah. I, I just wonder if Martin's buzzing around. What if he gets a look in? Yeah, he could. He from, could rather harsh, than Oe's. Yeah, oh, rather than Oe's, would would he take Motlop's spot? I think that would be harsh. No, I like what Motlop's doing. Yeah, yeah. So do I. I. I think you keep Motlop going for a yeah. bit. I'm not opposed to Martin having to do something to get back in the team either. No, we were pretty frustrated with him before he got yeah. injured. And I'm liking the fact that it'll be a couple of weeks with minimal changes, minimal injuries. Yeah, nice to get a bit of continuity finally because we've had isn't that the, so the, many the changes. Co- <laughs> isn't that the big thing, the cohesion and continuity and yeah? Do you know what annoys me is all these teams are now having injury issues. Brisbane Lions have got nine players out with COVID. Granted, it's a lot. Brisbane, uh, sorry, Brisbane, Richmond finally get an injury. Yeah, and all of a sudden, all the commentators are like, "Oh well, they're missing their team. It would be a good effort to get up. We've been missing our whole team the whole Seriously. season. Seriously, it's amazing no, actually what we've pulled yeah. off. And we got a little bit of credit for a little while for it, and then everyone's just forgotten about it again. Yeah, it's just it's ridiculous. It's like we got no credit for that and everyone's like giving Brisbane a pass because they're missing a few players and Richmond are like, oh, it's going to be tough from here. It's just ridiculous, yeah. isn't it? It yeah. annoys me a bit. Me anyway. too. All right, should we do fourth quarter, mailbag, footy tipping, all of the above? Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. 
before we jump into the mailbag, we got a few. Let's do a quick recap for our listeners on the footy tipping ladder. All right, I'll bring it up. I was thought I was making a bit of a charge, but I th- it wasn't quite as convincing as I thought. But Nara has worked her way into number one spot. She had a great week. She tipped eight. Yes, Nara. Do we, yeah. have a, we need a better than a good call button. We need a celebratory button. Uh, look, give me a second. Okay, Nara, this is for you. Matt's going to the other deck on the uh, podcast recorder oh, thing. Go on, date. Hey, there you go. Round of applause for that. Uh, Good my, stuff. Some of my better work there. Love to see it. So who's who's she overtaken? So she is leading E-Dub. Uh, they're actually equal, but Nara has that really good margin from yeah. the first tip in the round. So she's got him well and truly covered. But they're both on 103. So she's got up there with eight. I don't think anyone did better than eight this week, which was oh, – if you, oh, you got eight, Tess. Ah. Uh. Can I have a round of applause, please? <laughs> oh, I mean, with the buttons again, there, no, I thought you were sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a rookie on that one. There we go. There we go. I feel like that was a deliberate mistake. <laughs> I slipped. I slipped. People have asked me for sound effects. No, what happened was I looked at your ranking in the comp. And just <laughs> accidentally hit the wrong button. That is brutal. But, yeah, so now we got eight. Puts her on 103, equal with E-Dub. Patrick is only one behind on 102. Oy. He tipped seven for the week, so did E-Dub. Blue Boys, Andrew Blue Boys had a shocker. I'm not sure what happened. Maybe did he forget to tip? I'm not sure. Let me have a glance. No, he didn't because if you forgot to tip, you would have got Andrew, three. Poor Andrew, he's listening. He's been burned by you there. Well, he got four. I'm sure he's not happy with that. I'm sure he's not. <laughs> so maybe he was going. What did you get this week, Maddie? Get the laugh button ready. No. <laughs> I got seven. Oh, damn it. That's yeah, annoying. no, that was good. I did no, well. No, no, no applause. <laughs> people are going to get sick of the applause button now. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, I've got a bit of a I thought there might be something better. But what about not. fourth and fifth? Here we go. Sorry, we're getting distracted. Uh, so Andrew's dropped down to fourth on 101. He's tied with uh, Tim W on Blue Irons and Andrew Brajors all the way down in six. I did for a momentary get myself up into like seventh or something like that, but now I'm sitting back in ten. Well, that's disappointing, Maddie. Yeah, Maddie's holding me back. I'm, I'm five behind the lead. Yeah, that's, Who knows? that's a fair Maybe I need to go wild. That's a fair gap. Maybe I need to go crazy. Go, go rogue with your tips yeah. and you never know. Yeah. All right, let's get into the mailbag. If you'd like to submit questions to the mailbag, give us a follow on Instagram, which is the.bluepod on Instagram or on Twitter where it's the blue pod. We'd love to hear from you. We've got some really good mailbag questions this week. Thanks for sending them in, guys. We love it. So I'll start with the Instagram questions. This always makes me nervous. I know. I haven't I haven't re-read them, pre-read them. So yeah, at least you get to sometimes questions pre-read Questions without them. notice. <laughs> um, Marco Volp, 75. I think first question from Marco. Welcome. Um, <laughs> says, will Plowman still be played once all our backline players return? And if so, how do you see him being used? I don't think he makes the team. Well, he didn't at the start. Exactly. Of I think McGovern gets the third up spot. Stocker, I would prefer over Plowman for yeah, that. Yeah, he he's not playing small anymore. He's playing yeah. medium tall. And I think he would get pushed out by McGovern. Yeah. So I think if everyone's fit, he doesn't make it. Yeah, I think so as well. He's a great backup though. No, I, I he's a fine backup. I like having him because McGovern will play one game and get injured again. Probably. So, so maybe Kemp could come Basically if McGovern's on. fit, we, fit, we don't think Plowman gets picked, but otherwise he does. So. Yeah. Uh, maybe. It depends on his form. What yeah. about well, Williams isn't really a third up. He's no, just no, not running Williams. back. Yeah, I think the only other person is McGovern and Kemp. March Bank, but obviously... Yeah, Marchbank would be another option, but yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, S Fullerton 17 says, how many players can we bring back in without match fitness like Pitto, McGovern, et cetera? That's a good point. Mm, it is. I feel like 
Someone like McGovern, because he does blocks of fitness, isn't he in a block of fitness? Well, and he's so injury prone. I feel like you just bring him in and play him if he's fit and just hope you get some games out of him. If he's fit. He had some – last year, They, I feel like when they called him brackets, he was not fit and ready. But he was really in good shape at the start of this year, Gov, and yeah. he was playing well. Yeah, I think – so I think guys like that who are probably just going to get injured anyway, if you want to play him, you just play him. So you'd bring them in without – I'd bring Gov in if he was right to go. And Pitto? Give him a bit of a run in the twos. Well, Tom's earlier. going pretty good. I guess it depends what you got on the on the park. So yeah. Plough had a pretty bad game. So if Gov was putting his hand up this week saying, I'm raring to go. Training the house down. I won't get any fitter. You know, and he's normally got pretty good touch. I'd be like, yeah, I'll do the swap. But Tom yeah. DeConning's having a pretty good go recently. So I don't yeah. feel the, the need. It's urgent. If you'd asked me about three or four weeks ago, I'd have been like pitto straight in. Get him in. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I guess it's sort of courses for courses. I agree. Um, Tom Clark, ha. <laughs> We've touched on this. Says, is Zach Fisher uh, Jack Ginvan, i.e. multiple free kicks for high tackles? He is. We've touched on it. We, he is and we like it. And I will get angry when Jack Ginnivan gets a free and I will clap when and Fish cheer does. when Fish does and it. Well done, Fish. Smart, smart, mate. And bye Jack, you dog. Yeah, appropriately <laughs> so. This is, this is strong words from Chris McGill, 20. Oh. Why does O'Brien still get gifted games? Putrid. <laughs> <laughs> I liked how distinct it was. It was just like. Yeah. But, I, don't, I think it's a bit harsh, possibly. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, I think we've talked about him previously. It's a lack of options. Yeah. And I don't like think he's been putrid. I think he's actually put together a pretty good season from it, being on the brink of being delisted at the end of last year. Yeah, it'd be interesting what happens. Is he con- I wonder if his contract runs out of this year or whether he had next year included or not. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. But um, I think he's carved a, a spot for himself and he's been actually quite good some weeks. This week wasn't his best, but I don't think it's the worst. All right. Let's move to the Twitter questions. The blue pot on Twitter. No, no dot. Nick Webby <laughs> says, what was the most impressive aspect of that win? Good question. Oh, I like the way we put the foot down at the end. How yeah. how many times have we let teams crawl back in? Yeah. And a game which you're like hoping we're going to blow it open yeah. ends up being like only a couple goals or something or way too close. We had a few of those in the year. So I think the totally. maturity just to put the foot down and just yeah. – and even once we're up by like six goals, it didn't stop. Keep going. Yeah. And I liked the grinding down the third quarter knowing – Yeah, that's actually – that was really good too, yeah. Also, love the way we started. So <laughs> I mean, we liked everything, but yeah. So I'm sure everyone's aware of the stats because they've been bandied around, but I yeah. feel like we didn't mention them earlier. So I'm just yeah, going, while no we're go, talking about it. it, first time since 1919, a team has been held scoreless in the first and last quarter. Love that. They only kicked one goal outside the second quarter. So one goal in three quarters outside That's the right. other How quarters. have we not mentioned that yet? That's yeah, we totally forgot to bring that one up. One goal in three quarters yeah. of a game. That's phenomenal. That's great. It's, it's just, yeah, it's, it was awesome. Yeah. So there's not much too much. You take away the second quarter, we liked it all. Yeah, exactly. Totally agree. Candor, I really enjoyed our composure and maturity in the second half. The connection with our forwards got better. Did Will Hayes have more of an impact in his seven minutes than Josh Honey's entire game? <laughs> yeah, I Surely think he did. Surely it's a swap next week. Three strikes, you're out for Honey. Yeah. I, well, well, that's an option. We didn't even talk about Hayes yeah, getting a you, Hayes is a wing mid. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think he's a spot you for Honey. You don't see him coming in for Nunes? Uh, yeah, I don't think Hayes is going to play off the half back. Yeah. But he, he could replace like a Cottrell or a Lockie O'Brien or be the extra midfield rotation. But yeah. instant impact and he's had a good season, really good season in the VFL and obviously got that, you know, mid-season yeah. promotion. So it was nice to see him come on and get a few touches and he had quite an impact. I think he hit someone out in the lead. I can't remember yeah. who it was. Yeah, no, he, he played for the little chance he had. He, he took it. He but took then it again, if you're coming on fresh in the fourth, 
You'd hope and, you have an And impact. the heat's out of the game. Yeah. 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 I felt like the players looked for him a little bit too. There was yeah. one where I think it was Newman was desperate to get it over the top yeah. to him and was waiting, waiting, they eventually managed to, to pop it. wanted to give him that first goal. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. Um, Brian Dalgish, and I think Brian's first question too, so happy with that. Um, it seems like Sauce does just about as many great things as Cripper does. Oh, wow. But doesn't have the brain fades. Is he becoming a more important player to the team than Cripps just behind waitering? That is a big call, Brian. More important. I think his importance is probably like a little understated. He does feel a very awkward role in the team. Third tall forward, backup rock. Yeah. It's a tough spot. And he actually won a few taps, got in front stuff. I don't think he's more important. I don't think you can say he's more important. If you had to Chris. choose one to pull out of the team before the game starts. You'd obviously choose Sauce. Uh, but yeah. I, I do think he's versatile. He's a great player to have on your list. He's he's important to us. But you can't say more important than the captain, can you? No. Um, Harry Condon replied to the tweet and said, Cripps is still one of the best midfielders and leaders in the entire comp. Sauce isn't in our top five most important players and might battle to be top ten. So that's his view on that. Oh, there you go. Okay, uh, this is similar to the question we got on Instagram. This is from John Gucci. With players coming back, is it better to ease them through the reserves or rush them back in? I thought Weeders was a bit rusty. Yeah, I feel like we covered it. I think it depends yeah. who it is. I don't mind in, – in the great thing about the Weeders one, which you mentioned, though, also it was an easy game for him to come back. It's a nice yeah. way to yeah, yeah blow the cobwebs back. off. Yeah. Uh, last one, Mark DT. If you had to bring back McGovern and Pitto this week, who would you take out of the side? Well, Plowman for McGovern? Yep. Uh, Pitto. Give Sauce the rest. Yeah, that's Not right. that I want to, but I, I think he, he could might, do with he it. He could do with it. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's a good call. Maddie, that rounds out the pod. So, catch this week at the G. Oh, it's a big one. Although I'm actually excited about it after our big win. I'm not as nervous as the previous weeks. I'm not confident we're going to win. No, but, but I think it should be a good game. I hope it's a good game. Yeah, I think we got good. Like, we're not losing players through selection. We're getting yeah. through, notching up Injury. some wins, building some form. We're, if we lost that game, I think we would have lost four out of our last six or something like yeah. that. Now it's the consistency yeah. hasn't been there, but it was nice to get a big big win. It's good to be at the G. I think we're a sneaky chance. I think you have yeah. to give us an opportunity. What's your prediction? We have to be optimistic. It's always a win. I'm gonna wear about a million layers to the yeah, football. Oh my god, my thermals will be on. Yeah, There's no I'll doubt about keep that. Keep an eye out for me. I'll be the guy wandling around like the Michelin man just Hey we have blue pod jumpers now, so <laughs> I expect you to be in that. Merch is out. Yeah. If you see us, say hi. So I will go a Ooh, arm wrestle, fall behind, come from behind, one goal win. Okay. Really got, you know, very precise with the prediction. Yeah, you did. I like it. You've mapped the game. I'm going to back myself in like I did last week and say we're going to win by 30 points. Oh, I like it. You just go bold I'm just going to go bold. Yeah. Um, I am nervous. (laughs) (laughs) I am nervous. But I But you got household bragging rights. There's a lot That's on the line. So really matters this week, guys. Uh, We're expecting a baby and I feel like there's maybe some wager on which team the baby goes for. Don't do it now. They're in form. Oh, no, I, I've, I think everyone knows the baby has to go for Carlton. But anyway, <laughs> our victory would really help seal that for me. So it's a very, very important match for As us As the here. song's playing, just like shoving your stomach yeah. up against a speaker or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get it into you. Totally, totally. <laughs> uh, so fingers crossed we are recapping a win next week. It would be so good to steal one against the Cats who are on top, but it's going to be a tough game. We'll be back next week recapping Blue Crew. See you then. See ya. Oh